0: hello and welcome to the authentic audience podcast i'm your host krista ritma here we believe success is inevitable and everything is possible on each episode we get real about the entrepreneurial journey and look at what it means to lean into your intuition feel in alignment with your business have coffee with resistance and trust in we answer the tough questions. How can we show up authentically in business, with integrity and in relationships, deeply seeking in our spiritual practice and with grace in motherhood and beyond? This podcast celebrates the anti-hustle, healing from toxic productivity, prioritizing rest and discovering tools that will support both your healing and business growth journeys. Your time and energy are precious resources, so thank you for being here. Your presence is a gift and your business is thank you. Get ready to get real, get honest, and keep growing. Hey, you guys, and welcome back to the Authentic Audience Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Ritma. And as I was just perusing and researching my guest for today's episode, I just had this intuitive hit where. I feel it's going to be profound. And I know I say this about a lot of episodes, but I feel this is really divine timing. This is the first time I'm meeting our guest today. So this is going to be a really raw, in the moment, in flow conversation with Mel. Mel Nahas is a regarded creator and curator known for her distinct experience in merging conscious lifestyle with mainstream pop culture. Her reputable career in music and TV, working with some of the industry's most well-known networks, brands, and A-list talent has shaped her ability to create a positive and conscious impact in a mainstream culture today. There's so much to unpack there, and you have such an incredible resume of what you've done. I would love to just first welcome you. Thank you for being here and ask you to share from this time and space what feels important (laughs) to really anchor us into that is going to help us understand more about you and our convo today, because you're just, there's so much to unpack. And I would love to hear from you what's on your heart.
1: Well, thank you for having me. And it's just such a Pleasure to meet you because I've had a couple of friends work with you over the years. And so you've definitely been on my radar. So it was an honor that we got connected through our friend Hansa. So thank you for having me. And yeah, I don't know. Life is just such a evolution. And I guess (laughs) embracing the growth and having the privilege to, and then being brave enough to be curious enough to follow that evolution and growth in your own life is I guess what I've been lucky enough to experiment with in this lifetime. So, yeah, I guess from that little short piece of the bio, you know, I had a really amazing, illustrious career in the music and entertainment worlds and did so much and had so much fun and then completely shifted and changed when I was around 30 years old and even moved to countries too. So from Australia, I packed up and moved to LA when I was, what, 31, I think. So, yeah. So a lot of changes and I guess, yeah, it's the the privilege to be able to do it and, and being brave enough to do it as well. hmm Yeah. And I'd love to share just
0: some highlights from your bio from the longer, because I'm, I'm not I'm just not a fan of bios. I think, you know, it's like, how do we create an engaging, exciting podcast episode where they know enough about you so that we can just, you know, get real is my goal here. And so I would be remiss not to share though, because I mean, you've had an incredibly successful business and feels like life in the entertainment in the music producing in this whole world and then you completely shifted but still in this experiences and so there's like this thread of experiences that really i've noticed weaves through a lot of your work to founding the conscious city guide in 2016 and this is like conscious experiences around the world that you help people find and it's just absolutely incredible what that brand has become. And now, what you're focusing on is human design and really leaning into this whole part of your life. And for me, it's like each one of these could be its own lifetime, you know? <laughs> and the just fluidity and, yeah, I think braveness are two of the things that I feel when I read this bio.
1: I'm like, that took a lot of self-trust. Yeah. Self-trust and, you know, planetary multiversal trust as well, which I am, you know, still work on to this day with everything that I'm doing, especially in my own human design chart. I'm a 3-5 reflector. And so there is, I mean, for every chart, I think working on surrender and trust in the timing of the universe is a big piece. Yeah. I think, you know, even before I knew what my human design chart was, there was inklings of that, that you mentioned that, you know, I was starting to tap into and being able to make the changes in my life, but I didn't know about my human design chart until, um, or I didn't know about human design until four or five years ago. And since then, I've just been really leaning into it and experimenting with it myself as well with other people and helping them really. I don't do human design readings as such, but I love digging in. And this is in my chart. The biggest piece in my chart too, is contemplation and digging in and getting to the bottom of things So I love actually digging into people's charts and helping them be able to utilize it in their day-to-day life and actually apply it, or I like to say experiment with it in their day-to-day life. And yeah, I use it now myself with Conscious City Guide, with other things that I'm doing. And so it really has become a foundational piece of where I can look to when I'm navigating through this world. Yeah. So would you say that when you
0: read your chart for the first time and really understood it, you are living your chart, like this sort of thread of big experiences you know, leading you all around the globe is in fact your dharma.
1: <laughs> yes and no. When I, first, <laughs> when I first read it, I was like, oh, wow, this makes a lot of sense. But then there were definitely pieces in the chart that I was living with resistance around. And so they're the experimental pieces that I kind of like to play with and then see the physical manifestation of how that turns out when you start to see how your mechanics and energetics work. but yeah yes and no I mean I think the beauty of this life is that when we came into these physical bodies we have free will and we have choices and so you know you can live by your design and you can choose not to live by your design and there's micro moments in everyone's day where you get to make that choice. So it's really just about turning up the awareness on the choice, everyday choices that you make. And hopefully you'll get to see that when you live with your or through the energetics of your chart, that those choices just become more fluid and easier. But you have free will and a choice. So, yeah, people ask me that a lot and say, oh, well, what about, you know, People are looking at potential partners is one I get a lot. And they're like, oh, this person's like two, four generator or whatever it is. And I'm like, well, it depends really if they're the way that they're choosing to live. It's not how you are in this very moment. It's how you were born. And then obviously through the way we were brought up, there's different types of conditioning, which may or may not have hampered or expanded your original Human design blueprint. I think that's really
0: valuable and important what you're saying. And it's like a blueprint. It's not like, you know, a set of instructions that here you are to follow. It's this is the energy that you were born into. And what happens when you start living in that energy? Like, what do you find to be the biggest difference or sort of up leveling in terms of your awareness and just? success in general, when you did start tuning in, like you said, and leaning into the energy of that blueprint?
1: For my chart is that allowance of the surprise, because one of my biggest indicators in my chart that I'm on the right path, and traditionally, they call this the self in human design is surprise. And being a fairly active, wanting to do all the things and wanting to do all the things right now type of person. I didn't in my past leave enough room to be surprised. So that is a huge thing for me and it's going to be different for everyone. For example, I looked at your chart just before we got on and, you know, your sign of that you're on the right path is peace. And so I would ask, what does that piece look like for you? Because, yeah, it's so uniquely individual. And so that's what I love about, you know, getting into your chart as well is that, uh, yeah, the quote unquote success looks so different for everyone.
0: Yeah, I think that's so important to name and it's, Beautiful. But I mean, human design is so new. And so I love that you dive into it and are so, you know, fluent in it because I'm very fluent in astrology. I feel like I speak that language and human design is like, you know, a sister or like acquaintance to astrology. So I understand it. And I fully believe like to me, your chart, human design, like it's fact, You know, it's it's the facts. This is the chart that you were born into, take it or leave it, like you said. Choose to live in alignment or in that energy, using it as an opportunity. And what you just named is the biggest thing on my plate right now is how to find that peace. And Mm -hmm. the fact of the matter is when I heard that the first time, it was actually just a couple months ago, and it almost brought tears to my eyes. And it did again, just now, like feeling such deep resonance. Like that's exactly it. Because I was hearing you speak and I'm like, that's not for me. Surprise. Like that can't be mine, you know? And for you to say peace, it's like my whole body's like, that is my North star in this moment. And I was speaking to you before we hit record, because from what I've seen, in your bio and just reading about you, there's just a lot of success, but more than that, what I see is like freedom or permission to pivot. And I feel like you've done that in a really like sort of magnified way from like moving countries, starting a new business, switching industries. But it seems as if that sort of willingness and permission to flow it feels peaceful to me. And I think that's what I'm drawn to. Like, it's like, you're leading with that. And so it's funny, because I think with human design, that thing that we're looking for is that's what we see, you know, and so it's just become really a guiding light for me. And I think looking at my human design chart and having somebody reflect that back to me, it's like, yeah, okay, now what, you know, and being able to name it has just helped me so much. And my question for you is like now that you have sort of circled back to this basis or foundation of all that you do how do you how do you bring like more flow, more surprise, more fun into all that you're doing through your chart? Like how do you use your chart to touch
1: these new aspects? Yeah. I love that question. And thank you for that reflection on my life because I don't see it in that way. (laughs) So it's so funny (laughs) when people- Isn't it funny? Yeah. It's so funny, but also really cool. So thank you. And I guess the biggest thing for me, realization only happened this year in terms of how I use my chart in bringing in that pivoting that you said, all the freedom and the flow and be able to interchange with all the experiences that I want to, you know, embody in that moment. And actually, I think it's a part of a piece of all of us and not specifically in my chart, but it's something that we spoke about earlier. And that's the surrender and the trust in the multiversal universal energetics. And so Being able to do, you know, quote, unquote, being able to do all the things that I do is really just giving allowance to Conscious City Guide, for example, let's just say, because that is my, you know, that is my biggest baby giving the allowance of Conscious City Guide to be its own breathing, living entity and for her to show me what she needs at this time, rather than me being a startup entrepreneur in a typical sense would be grinding and pushing and almost forcing. And I do have so, so much respect for the startup entrepreneurs who are, focusing in that way. I'm just choosing to do it in a different way, which is really challenging because I have seen and unseen advisors. And I would say many of my seen advisors don't come from this energetic vocabulary at all. So, you know, I'm sure they see something else in my co-founder Kiki and I, and that's why they're, you know, they're supporting us but I'm sure that I also raise a lot of eyebrows around the choices and the things that I do because it's not a typical path that I am choosing for a startup entrepreneur. And, you know, I've raised seven figures for conscious city guide and, you know, done all the startup things, but just not in the way, not in the textbook way. And it's very, very, very challenging to operate in that way. So I, you know, I bow down to anyone who's doing it their way. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I feel, I think that's what I feel so connected to with you is I'm really like straddling Mm -hmm. those two worlds. I feel of the, you know, entrepreneur startup, we have to grind in order to get through this month and we have overhead and minimum monthly spend and you know, before I knew it, I had this agency. I mean, you know, you scaled a business. And so it's just all of a sudden you're a business owner. And I think entrepreneurs, we get into it because of the thing that we are excited to bring into the world, not necessarily because we want to run that business and like what that means. And so, you know, for me, I have this like hustle, My therapist likes to call it addiction mindset to my business. And it's like, I now see the light. Like, I see the light. You are a perfect guiding light. You're a vision holder for me in so many ways because it's like, hey, there's another way. You're just holding the torch in this direction, right? There's just another direction we didn't see before. So I see it. I see you. I believe it. I have a very witchy side to my life where I'm deeply spiritual, I Reiki every client, I have so many practices and spiritual, like, I mean, rituals and prayers, you name it. And yet it feels like, and this is the honest truth. I can see you with that light. And I'm like, I don't deserve it. Like, I don't believe it. I have to stay in the hustle or something like, like I can see the light. I know it's there, but like, I don't believe it's for me.
1: Well, I mean, I would just encourage you to experiment and try it a different way. Because one thing when I work with clients through the lens of their human design, especially business and startup entrepreneurs, it's like when you're feeling so in traditional human design, you're, it's called your not self. And like when you feel, and for you, yours is anger for my, for me, mine is disappointment. So Whenever we're feeling those things, I really encourage you to stop and take an audit and an assessment of where you are. And oftentimes more than not, you just nailed it. You just nailed it. It's not about what you're doing, but it's about how you're doing it, which is causing that anger or the disappointment. So it's not, you know, giving up your business because, Like you said at the start, it's you know you obviously started it because it's something that you wanted to bring into the world, right? And part of that audit would just be would be checking to make sure that that is still in in alignment with you. But let's just say it it completely is. It's it would just be subtly shifting the way that you're doing it, and I can't even begin to tell you how much even uh, more expansive. The business will be when you do it in the way that you want to do it now in this time, because it might, you know, it shifts and it changes as well. And then the other part to that formula that I will add, which this applies to everyone is the planetary timing and energetics, which, you know, is kind of in that spectrum of the trust and surrender that is thrown around so much in wellness and and spiritual circles, but I really see it as that is the collective timing, right? I'm so in a bubble, a wellness, spiritual bubble in LA, especially where I live and in my community, right? So there's an element of knowing that the collective's consciousness or planetary energetics is still growing into what I have to offer with Conscious City Guide. So if I'm forcing and constricting and shoving something down people's throat who are not ready to receive it, it's just not going to happen. So relaxing and knowing that it is going to happen when the conscious collective is ready for it allows me to do all those other things. So yes, I am still so focused on Conscious City Guide right now. And yes, I am an advisor on the plant-based cheese line, Srimu, and doing all her brand and marketing Mm -hmm. and doing my human design and tea sessions and all these other things. And that's what allows it. It doesn't make me busy and it doesn't make me balanced. It's just this allowance really of that third piece of the formula.
0: That is so big. I mean, you said so much, but I think that piece is so big. The timing of just the universe, like what's happening beyond us here and how does what we're creating fit into the divine play of it all. And so I think it's so refreshing to hear you speak this way and it's so right on time for me. And I think one thing that you named is, for so many of us that like I feel some days I'm like I've done it. I'm out of burnout. I have great work life balance and then other days I'm like, you know, I'm I'm still fighting it. I'm back and forth. Like I I said to you before we started talking, I'm I've seen the the other way and I'm ready to make these sort of changes within myself. And it doesn't have to be extreme. I think a lot of us are like, we have to quit our jobs or like we have, you know, and so just that little nuanced pivot or like micro shift into a new way of seeing and perspective and even talking about things like that's what it takes. It doesn't have to necessarily be a move across countries or industries to settle back into that rhythm.
1: Exactly, it's the small things that you can start turning the awareness up on in your everyday. And for you, for example, your traditionally in human design is called your authority. And it's really, you know, how your energy is optimally set up to make decisions. And again, you can make decisions in a myriad of ways. So what I like to do and what I would invite you to like just start trying out is in your journal, set up, you know, three columns, right? And your decision-making process is emotional. So one column is emotional. Do another column that's, you know, from your mind and do another column because it's from other people, right? And then you do what I call, and I work with clients on micro-tracking. So you micro track the decision making moments throughout your day. And we're not talking about eating lunch, but, you know, right. The bigger decisions. Yeah. Different, bigger decisions. And you're just micro tracking and turning up the awareness on, did I make that decision from my optimal decision-making process, or did that decision come from my logical mind, or did it come from the persuasion of the other people around me? And, you know, we would work through and look at, you know, what your key, where your key other decision-making processes are coming from right now. They're just three examples, but your energetic design is through riding the emotional wave, you have what's called emotional decision-making process or authority. And so that's all about, I call it building in time blocks for you, right? So that's step one. So your best lines are, let me sleep on it. Maybe could I have some more information or let me process this information. I'll circle back to you next week and just build in some time for yourself. And then step two is, what does an emotional decision-making process authority do with that time? You ride the waves of the emotion of what how that outcome is going to make you feel. And then there's other small workshopping techniques that I work with to really try on the emotions if someone's like really having a hard time getting in touch with that. But it's all about, and here's where it circles back to the planetary energetics. What happens when you, as an emotional decision-making authority, what happens when you build in that time for yourself? You're allowing the rest of the planetary energetics to line up with what is most optimum for you. So we don't know that timing, right? But what you do have and what you do know that is sovereign within yourself is being in touch with your emotional authority. So give yourself that. When you give yourself that time, you're also giving the rest of the planetary energetics that time to rush in and give you more than you could have even imagined. That is so true what you're saying. And
0: I think it can sound just very... Like unreal or ungrounding to like just have an unspecified time. And what you're saying is so valid for me and my business. If I'm like feeling a certain way about something, I'll literally say to my team, we need to hold on it. Like we're just gonna hold. We're not gonna make a decision right now. And that is after years of making the wrong decision from an emotional place right away, because I have not had time to ride that roller coaster. And so obviously not every decision in my world, I have the privilege of, you know, sort of, or the luxury of having time. Like I have deadlines, I have things. And so what you're saying that is just such a powerful reminder, and my friend does this all the time and she'll say, okay, we have a big decision to make. All right. I want you to feel into your body. You've made this decision. What does it feel like? What does it feel like in your body? when this is the decision you've made go all in there and then the other and it's so easy for me to be like oh there it is and yet we spin and spin and we're not leaning into these tools and these things that are like going to really help us live more in flow lives where we're able to surrender and like immediately see those answers and in those moments where I really do and I really hold like it's almost immediate you know, the answers. And, and so it's just so easy to, I think, forget that this world that you're speaking to exists as an entrepreneur. Like I can sit here and my business dies away, not dies away, but sort of fades away. And I like hear what you're saying and seeing the planets like realigning in my favor and yet then I go back into this like other brain and I think that's what you were speaking to before when you said it's actually really challenging to be an entrepreneur from this place because but I feel as an entrepreneur, and I say this a lot, that I'm just like a walking contradiction. Like I'm constantly contradicting myself just all day long. Yeah. And so just my existence sometimes feels like a contradiction because the entrepreneur mindset were so sort of conditioned to behave and act and make decisions from. And we see that being reflected and projected at us. And so to stay in that space feels challenging. And I'm so glad you named that because it's not something that comes super easy to me, but that's why we have these tools. And that's why we have these practices and these coaches to like help us remember to stay in that space. And so everything you've been saying has been so you know, just supportive and like remembering. And how do you help your clients? How do you help yourself? Like when you say it's challenging to stay in that space because I might raise eyebrows or I've had mentors or, you know, advisors and you're raising money and having like all of this stuff. And I think that's the hardest piece for me because I still have this like trying to prove complex. So here I am wanting to be a disruptor and carve my own path, but I also really want you to like me and want to invest in me. So it's like this paradox. And then you throw on top of it, sort of the masculine and feminine dynamics that you're speaking to versus surrendering and like actively, you know, having these big reactions and it's just a lot. And so my question for you is, you know, it seems like I'm really, my audience is such a great like we're the exact people that I think your work can really support. It's like, we're excited to lean into the chart. We're excited to surrender. We're excited to slow down, to go fast. And I think that was the thing that stuck with me the most. And my last question is really, what is your prayer and sort of mission to help people do that, to slow down, to go fast? Like I want to unpack that and, hear from you, like from from people who find you and do readings with you and get to sort of touch the magic that you've created. Like what is your prayer?
1: My prayer is that everyone comes into the awareness that my path is not your path and your path is no one else's path. And that is the only thing. And so this comparison or the proving or the, you know, just the in context of this conversation, the dynamics of the entrepreneur that is praised in our society is, is that literally that's what I want to can, if I was going to cancel anything, that is what I'm canceling in 2023 and for the rest of time is that there is a consensus around like, oh, this is the way that you become a successful entrepreneur. There is no way. And well, there is one way and that's your way and it's no one else's way. And let's praise and uplift each other when we see our friends doing things in their way. And is that in their miraculous way that, will inspire us to do things in our own miraculous way. Mm, That is so beautiful.
0: And thank you so much for that reminder. I think, you know, you're definitely walking the talk. It's obviously a path that is yours and yours alone. And I think it's just really reminded me of my own path. I've had a background in, I think I just resonate so much with your path and I do see you as a vision holder because I too worked in Hollywood and had this successful life in the TV and film industry for a very long time. And then I completely switched into the health and wellness, but I stayed in production and that's how I started building brands. And then I found myself founding my own company and here I am now ready to like make this pivot and make this You know, I've already done it. I have a container now called Witchy Business. Two years ago, I was never even talking about it. It was all marketing, it was all entrepreneurship. I'm like, but there's more here. And the retreats I'm leading now are called Body, Mind, Business. Like, I'm there, I'm teaching it. And I believe, you know, we're here to teach what we're here to learn. And so, what I'm teaching is body, mind, business. And so, I'm here to learn body, mind, business and like how that flows holistically you know, and what you've really added to my, I think, repertoire or just sort of perspective, I talk about these micro shifts that happen every episode. And the micro shift that happened for me is remembering the planetary involvement and sort of the timing of the collective. And is that in alignment with the energy that I'm carrying right now? And that sort of observation, I've not even thought of. And so I think this was just so helpful in terms of like quick perspective shifts. And I think human design offers that. And I would love to know more about how I can work with you, how other people can work with you. I mean, I just feel like an hour call with you is like, you know, you're like this Oracle that pulls from all of these tools to understand how to make the right decision for yourself and for your path. And that's what it comes back to is you're giving the power back. And Mm -hmm. I really appreciate that. So tell us, you know, how we
1: can support your work, work with you closely, all the things. Yeah. Thank you. And yes, it is about just taking back your own power and looking at your chart can really help you embody that so I'll, I will send you my booking link. I didn't do one-off sessions for a really long time just because I like to work, you know, I mean, as you've already learned from this, it's it's a workshop. So I, I tend to like to work in three-month containers with people, but I did recently open some one-off sessions. So I'll send you that link and then if people want to then work further with me, we can look at what a three month container looks like. And then yeah, just because so much of your audience, it are in the health and wellness industry and conscious entrepreneurs, we don't already look at and list your own workshops, retreats, classes, whatever it is on consciouscityguide.com. Check that out because it really is an incredible resource. I mean, look at being able to uplift one another and doing things in our own way. Like Conscious City Guide really is such a beautiful collective of seeing what our peers are doing it and how they're doing it. So check that out and sign up to the newsletter and you'll get the weekly newsletter of all the conscious events happening around the world. And yeah, they're two beautiful places to start and I'm just so grateful to have been able to have this conversation with you. I am too. It was just a divine meeting. We've
0: been connected through a friend. And then you said that you have people that have worked with myself and my agency. And so I feel like it was only a matter of time. And I hope this is just the beginning because I think you're doing something very cool And I love how just true you are to yourself and your path and supporting others to do the same. It feels like very in alignment with my work and inspiring. And I hope to keep the conversation going. So thank you for being here.
1: We will. Thank you.
0: And to everyone listening, this was such a beautiful reminder to do you. My sister says that to me all the time. She's like, you know, you do you. And she means it like I'm not hundred percent in agreement, but you do you. And I think that's like such a powerful reminder that we can just give and gift other people to do. So you do you. Thanks guys for being here. If you loved it, leave a review and until next time, keep growing.